Hi, beautiful people. So after I recorded my last podcast episode about how I hesitated to send my favorite uncle a screenshot of a conversation between me and my best friend, my partner, my everything. I was in the last episode trying to figure out, well, where did that impulse come from? Was it the universe or was it me thinking? And because I was on a, a train of thought um, and I had been thinking about my uncle for a few minutes, I thought that it was, it was, it was me. But then I wasn't sure. And I don't, I don't really know or think I'm supposed to know the difference. But so I just listened and, and binge listened to a bunch of Abraham Hicks podcast uh, episodes. The one particularly called Infinite Intelligence. And somewhere in this, she also talks about the same concept of, of how do you know that it's something from the universe or it's something from you? And then she says, satisfaction. And I think that really resonates with me. Um, but there are times where I've done things that haven't given me satisfaction, but I just leaped because I trusted, because I went through the fear. And I don't, I don't necessarily think that's the way. I don't know. After I finished um, recording the last episode, after I hit the stop button, I literally sent my uncle that text message. And um, I thought about it, um, like my mind was obsessing about it for like the next few hours, even up until now. It's been, it's been like four or five hours and I've exercised, meditated. Um, and even if the the thought leaves me, it, um, you know, the mind is just so strong that it comes back. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, did I do the right thing? Because when I do something and it brings me satisfaction, I don't think about it after. But then I had a conversation with my best friend years ago. And he was talking about this same uncle, my favorite uncle, who's taken care of my family since my dad died. And he said, he said about him, um, well, actually, the, the conversation was just in general. It was talking about, um, you know, um, I, think, I think it started on the note of doing what your heart allows. But then also, somehow we started talking about giving imperfectly and my best friend said well how do you know um how do you know that every time your uncle you know did something for you or gave to you that um that there wasn't a, a part of him that thought about it after and how do you get better at giving or extending yourself 
how do you get to that better human being that you want to be if it isn't in a in an imperfect manner so i'm i'm not really sure i've never heard my uncle ever even mention that um you know anything that he's done for my family even though i'm pretty sure my family would would be homeless if it if he hadn't decided to um do everything for us that he did i guess what i'm trying to get at is that i haven't sensed any imperfection from him but i sense it in myself and i know that my uncle is human too i know that we all are so does that mean that we only do what our heart allows or does it mean that we do and we give even even if it's imperfectly even if it doesn't go the way that we plan and even if we have some kind of attachment to the giving or some expectation of the outcome what's the answer here well in just the abraham hicks a few podcasts that I've binge listened to in the last um, hour or so. I think what they would say is that is that you have a whole life of manifestation, and so even if you don't, and that your inner being actually sends you impulses that it knows that that you can handle. The impulse that I received to send my uncle the text message, I mean, I, I don't know if, if that was my inner being, but it didn't really lead me to as much satisfaction as other, as other things. But then when I think about my relationship with my partner, I mean, I don't do things there or send messages that necessarily give me like satisfaction, I'm not thinking about satisfaction, I'm just moving. I think sometimes, sometimes maybe I, you know, call him out of nowhere because of, you know, for my own satisfaction. But I think everything generally is for my satisfaction, but I don't really bask in that feeling, um you know, before each message that I send. And I don't, I don't really know. I don't know what the, the right answer is, but in what I've learned and uh, what I was listening to by Abraham Hicks, they were saying that, that you just follow, you follow the, the, the things and the thoughts that feel good for you. So if something doesn't feel good, then you don't follow it. You do the other things that feel good. And then the things that don't feel as good the, will, will feel better over time. And this makes sense to me because I think I've done things that don't feel good. Like maybe in my relationship with my mother-in-law or just even saying I love you to people in general, right? Knowing that, you know, this, this is the truth knowing that I do, but then to actually 
take the step and say the words, right, or send the message. Even after doing that for a certain period of time and getting, even getting in the flow of it and forgetting about it, like in the case of with my mother-in-law, there's still something that, you know, can throw me off and then, and then I don't, I don't do it anymore. And it's not that I don't want to, because if that's the right thing to do, then I'll do it. But it's this question that I ask, like, what is the right thing to do? And I'm terribly confused about that. And is there even a right thing to do? No, I would argue we are, we are manifestors of creation. We choose what we do in each moment. And there is no right thing to do. I think I'm thinking of my life in terms of, well, I have a, a set amount of time or even just the pressure of, of each day. Like what if I, and maybe it's this low level of like anxiety that I've got going on, like perpetually, like that, that like makes me think of like, well, I've, I've run so much from my relationships. I've run so much from people that now I think I'm putting too much pressure on myself to, um, to go in the opposite direction and to do everything that I'm fearful of, but I think I can just relax. I really think I could just allow myself that. And it's funny because in my life, there's, there's been this pattern and I don't know what to do. It's like the first half of my life, I was one way and was so closed off from people. And after realizing and, and waking up into into who I truly am and knowing that actually what what I want is on the other side of of everything that I've been avoiding. So I think I've been going like full force in the opposite direction. And I don't think that's the right answer either. I think just being neutral and just allowing life to happen and having a thought of somebody and you know, not feeling like the pressure to reach out to them. Um, because in the first half of my life, I avoided people. I avoided calls and text messages. In the second part of my life, I, part of my life, I think I've been, I think I've, I've been the person that maybe people have been avoiding. But I can, um, because I, because I did so much, and I tried to do so much of what. I was uncomfortable once with. And there is a, a simple knowing of the truth that is just fine being that doesn't try or act, that just is and, and does what is called for in each moment. And um, I don't really know where this balance is in my relationships, but perhaps I find it. I find it when I just relax and I can focus on other things instead of what is currently um, playing in my mind. And I really, and I do believe that that 
whatever is playing constantly in my mind, I, after listening to the several episodes of Abraham Hicks, I do think that there is, there is a difference. And um, because when I am in the state that I am in currently right now, where I feel relaxed, then a thought can come to me. And even if it's about reaching out to somebody and I don't, and I don't necessarily have to, um, I don't necessarily have to take it. I don't necessarily have to act on it. And I think that I've been so incessant about acting on the fears within my relationships with it, with people that, um, that I haven't really let myself relax and, um, and maybe that's been, you know, um, adding to my anxiety. And sometimes I tell myself, well, you know, if I, if I have a, a thought of somebody, then I'll just, even if it's a thought to like reach out to somebody, I'll just, I, I won't do it. I'll just, um, ignore it or, ig or ignore the urge to take action. I, I can have the thought and that's fine. But sometimes I look at the thought as like something that, like the acting on the thought as something that I need to do. Um, something that maybe the universe is telling me to. And um, I, I haven't known quite where that line is. And, um, and I think I, yes, I mean, I would ask myself, you know, the question, well, really, what line are you trying to find and what is the difference between you and the universe? There is none. But I truly feel that when I am one, when I have an impulse or a thought and I don't involve somebody else and I don't need to act on it right away. And I think I can let myself relax. I think it's okay to relax. And I think that I've just been going so hard in the direction that, I, that I've been running from that I don't think that was true and I don't think... I don't think this is fully true either. So I'm just going to let myself relax. And there are a lot of ideas that I have in my mind that um, tell me that I, I want to be known for this. I want to be known as somebody who's vulnerable and courageous. Right? I, I, I want to live my life that way, but actually... I'm none of those. I just am. And that's the best thing that I can be and the best gift that I can give humanity. Because even... Even wanting to be courageous is like a... It's an effort. It's an attempt of some sort. But I can just let life come to me and and respond um, or react spontaneously. I don't have to get caught up in my mind or even asking the question, what am I supposed to do right now? And I ask that question a lot in my relationships because I've run so much from people 
that it makes sense, right? If I were asking that question about um, my, my financial goals, right? Then, I mean, I, I, I want to so that I, and I think I do more and more, but I should be obsessing over that and not obsessing, right? Because I guess obsessing of any kind isn't healthy. And I guess we can see that it actually doesn't, it doesn't allow us to um, fully be our full manifestation. But because I don't have as many ideas there, if I actually divert my attention there, I'll be able to manifest a lot. Because I don't have, it's not something that I was running from, and it's not going to be something that I'm running towards. So I can really, really let that flow and really allow a lot there. So I think I want to pursue the, the thoughts and the feelings that really feel good to me. And I think I'm going to do that. And I'm not going to try to be courageous I'm not going to try and do things that I'm afraid of. And I know that's, that contradicts a lot of um, what we learn, um, you know, about overcoming fear. I know that um, contradicts that. But I'm starting to feel, at least in this space, at least in this moment right now, that I agree with Abraham Hicks that the thoughts and things that truly feel good if we pursue those then the other things that don't feel as good will catch up over time and I'm patient because well what is this journey about what is this life about it is exactly that and we have time I think I because I lived my life so so much not thinking about how today was today could could very well be the last day there was actually something really really beautiful about the way i lived my life before there was actually something really really beautiful about how carefree and how i came and went without any responsibility I'm still like that today, even though I've added so many things to my plate. For me, things that make me feel good, they're actually, I don't look at them as my responsibility. I look at them as things that I do for myself, like exercising and meditating. I don't hold myself to them. I do them to reap them, to reap the benefit of them. So I'm going to look at things in my life that feel good. And I'm really excited for the next chapter. I think I'm going to give um, or just allow myself to relax a little bit with people um, in my relationships. Um, and just really, I'm really going to focus on manifesting abundance and wealth because I, I have a lot of, um, there's a lot that, that I'm willing to allow there. And um, I think I can 
let the relationships just, I can let that, let myself ease into those over time and allow them to naturally happen. And I think also whatever happened okay, um, happened earlier uh, when I, right after my last podcast, when I ended up sending my uncle that text message that I hesitated to, I think that's okay too, because um, even though um, I wasn't in, in the state that I am in now, and I didn't feel um, f- the amount of satisfaction that I feel when I when I message, you know, my other aunt or uncle, for example, the, um, you know, just a few hours earlier, um, before I sent that, you know, text message to, to the, to the different uncle, who's my favorite uncle. Um, but I realized that when I sent my, um, aunt and uncle a message that I felt more satisfaction than, than when I did later, just an hour later, maybe actually to my favorite uncle. And I think that, I think that I can just let myself relax and do what really brings me joy and makes me feel good. And if, um, if I have a thought or an impulse or whatever that I'm not sure what it is or where it's coming from, I think I'm just going to allow myself to maybe sit with it um, and maybe not follow it right at first, but just allow myself to relax and maybe if it still feels good later sometime, um, in the day or later in the future, whenever, because all we have is time. And more than today being my last day, right? If, if today really is my last day, I want to focus on the things that I, that I feel really good about that make me feel really good. I don't want to focus on overcoming my fear because that doesn't make me feel all that good. Right, running from a person and then running towards them, that just doesn't make me feel good. I think I, um, I think I just really want to bask in the in the in the things that feel good and and how good they feel. So there's a part of me that feels like I made a mistake um, in sending my uncle that text message and um, that I didn't really full feel full satisfaction from but then then I realized that something that Muji says he says that nothing can can be done that isn't the will of God nothing nothing can be carried out that isn't already written in the universe so even that and often I think to myself um, that Sometimes when I am not in alignment with myself and I act out of alignment, that even that is is the will of the universe, yes, but it also perhaps lets me, allows me to come to the next realization, which is that I wasn't in alignment before. I truly didn't feel fully satisfied before. And maybe that contrast is, necessary for me and there's a part of me that that feels sometimes feels ashamed for having made that mistake or 
acting from um, a vulnerable place or giving more of myself than I felt comfortable for because I was trying to be something that I wasn't ready for. But because I have these ideas in my head about how we're never ready and how we're supposed to overcome fear, but I'm going to listen to how I feel. And I think caring about how I feel is something that I've done more and more over the last few years. That's why, that's why I do things that make me uncomfortable because I know that after having done them, because I care about how I feel, right, I don't want to feel that anxiety, but actually I think the best way is to get myself in this space that I'm currently in where the thought of something pleases me. It just pleases me. And for everything else, for every other time that I act out of my, some humanness that I'm trying to overcome, I still forgive myself. I forgive myself. And I hope that you, whoever you are, wherever you are, know your worth ultimately. It's only our own belief and our thoughts that try desperately to remind us that we are unworthy. Like after I sent my, um, that the text message to my favorite uncle and then and then my mind just it was the thing that created the situation and then it was the thing that that punished me for it and um because it's just it's just a habit of thought right it's just patterns of thinking right some somewhere probably all my life right somewhere early i may have picked up that i'm not worthy and all my life i've been thinking that way i've been believing that way and I feel that way most with people, which actually is a really good thing because in this chapter of my life, it's really going to help me um, just divert my attention and focus fully and freely on manifesting wealth. Because compared to all the insecurity and, and attachment issues and, and just patterns of thinking that I have in relationships that I experience with people, um, compared to all of that, just, um, creating financial wealth just seems so much, so much easier, so much easier. So I'm going to relax a little bit and forgive myself for that text message that I sent when I wasn't fully ready. Um, because, and for, forgive myself for, for feeling ashamed. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what I'm afraid of. Um, but I guess I didn't need to send it. And, um, and I'm just going to focus on what, what really, 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 really makes me feel good. And I'm excited for that. And I hope you guys will stay tuned for that. Um, and I hope to speak about that. There's a lot coming. I love you. I thank you. I'll see you.